Welcome to the Morty Vicar podcast with B&A Church in Bristol. Um, I'm Wayne, this is James. Hi. Morty Vicar is a podcast in which we discuss culture, theology and life and how we can become better followers of Jesus. We normally record this um, just on audio, but today this is a filmed special and we're going to talk about um, what we sense God is doing in and through B&A and the kind of church we're becoming through COVID. James, Last week I was talking to a friend from church who said that what they thought was really interesting about the last 18 months was that whilst we had been the most restricted we have ever been as a church, they noticed that we've become the most outward focused that we've ever been as a church. Why do you think that is? Well, I I hope it's God's leading. I think he has spoken to us in the quietness of the pandemic so in the times when we've been doing less because we've been restricted we've been listening more to what he's wanting but also I think the the sound of desperation in our city has got louder in the process of the pandemic and therefore it's had more attention drawn to it Um, and so our busier lives as they've become less busy at different points, has given us an opportunity to think about how we might reorient them towards meeting the needs of those who are desperate. And so over the last 16, 17 months, we've begun to think about how we can engage with those who are desperately in need and who are loved dearly by God, made in his image, and we found ways to begin to serve people in those places. Um, Now, we're recording this just after the announcements about the lifting of restrictions, and we're beginning to think about what church might look like. (laughs) Uh, And what we're already working out is that it's it's not simple, it's not, uh, and it's complex. But there are three principles that we've kind of landed on that we think are going to guide us through the next months and years that yeah no matter what happens in terms of restrictions we're going to be able to follow these principles um, and we're going to talk about those but just so yeah. anybody watching or listening those principles are number one we follow we're following, following Je- jesus together yeah we're following jesus together number two we're making a difference in the lives of others and then number three therefore uh when we gather on sundays it sundays are for the mission they're not the mission yes so let's talk about those so following jesus together (laughs) why that phrase so what does it mean in november um i was walking the dog on the downs always a dangerous thing um for for a sentence to start like this for anyone who's close to me um because that's a space where i pray and um i was thinking about our lives together, we've been um, working together for nearly 10 years now. Um, <laughs> it's that long. Um, and and what it's meant for us to to be Christians in that time. And, and thinking about churches and how they explain themselves and, and what, the misunderstandings that people can bring to what church is. And I think it, it, I realised that actually the things that I valued about our friendship and about the friendship of our families and, and those who are... Um, at the core of the life of BNA is that through the years we have simply followed Jesus together and in the most difficult times and in the most joyous times that has been a core expression of our life together and I couldn't find a, a, a way of describing it other than that and I picked up the phone to you and said I think I think this is who we are I think this is what what makes us who we are 
Um, and you sort of said yes. Yeah. So we went with that. And what that means for anybody listening or, or watching is, so following Jesus together, we believe that Jesus is good news for absolutely yeah. everyone and anyone. And we believe that the best way for you to discover that good news, but then also to walk out your new relationship um, with Jesus, is in the family of God. The, yeah. the New Testament teaches that, that in Jesus we become a new people. And so our understanding of BNA is that we are one kind of larger family unit, BNA, yeah. but we're made up of smaller, you know, smaller, smaller family units, our little churches, yeah. and that as members of BNA, we are committed to to following Jesus together in and through our little churches yeah. because it's in those places that we we make friends, uh, we grow in faith, and we draw others into the family of God. Yeah. So that's the first kind of key principle. Following Jesus together means that this is a family activity, yeah. and there's one large gathered family, BNA, but within that there are the kind of what you might call the nuclear families, the little churches, yeah. and that everybody who's a member of BNA will find their home in one of these yeah. little churches. Yes. Um, so, and that's a non-negotiable for us. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you don't um, get plugged into one of those, you're always going to find yourself on the periphery um, of the life of God's church and what he's doing at BNA. So we came up with that phrase, following Jesus together, with, which described that aspect. And then yeah. I added on to it, I think it was me, might not have been, <laughs> I'll take the credit in this video. I added on to that, making a difference in the lives of others. Yes. Why did I do that? Again, because it was telling the story of what was happening. So it, it wasn't a slogan, it wasn't a desire, it was actually telling the story of what our little churches were doing. As people followed Jesus together, we're making a difference in the lives of others. So in November... Uh, we began to see our little churches working together as one body um, uh, in different parts, um, working together to make a difference. So we're um, taking food parcels to people on a regular basis. We're um, engaging uh, with um, ex-offenders through one of our little churches. We're serving food to those who are hungry. So we're working to a point where all of our little churches are engaged in making a tangible difference in people's lives, practically and spiritually. It's a joy when we pack boxes to say we're not just bringing physical food, we're bringing spiritual food to people. Um, so it, it, yeah, it wasn't a slogan. It, you were describing what was actually happening in those communities. And what's really important theologically so theologically means I'm thinking about God as I explain this, um, for us to understand is that, is that the church is um, God's means to extend his kingdom on earth. Yeah. So the Great Commission begins going to all, the, going to all nations, baptize, you know, teaching them and baptizing them and teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you. And that works its way out in, in two ways. Number one is, is sharing and telling the good news of Jesus. That's the number one way you can make a difference in the life of anybody. A friend of mm. mine who used to work in overseas aid said, I was aware that I was helping these um, farmers, I think it was Afghanistan, I was helping these farmers in Afghanistan to live a better life now, but I wasn't telling them about the better life that was mm. to come, and therefore I was failing them. So our first priority is telling people about Jesus and that he's good news for everyone. Yeah. But then our second thing that flows from that, and we see this in the New Testament and, and in the book of Acts and in the letters of the New Testament, is that actually... Um, in, in doing that, you then end up extending the kingdom in practical ways as well as spiritual ways and making a real difference. C.S. Lewis says those who've made the biggest change to this world are the ones who've been orientated towards the next. Yeah. And so our understanding that the mission of God is, uh, is not 
a church event you come to on a Sunday, nor is it just simply telling people about Jesus, but it's actually about extending the kingdom of God um, wherever you are and whatever it looks like in the place that you're in. And so actually materially making a difference in other people's lives and um, sacrificing for others and um, choosing to step in where there's injustice, where there's pain and where there's need and being seen to be different in the culture around you. And, and that's the shift that leads to the third point, isn't it? Because as people began to do that, we realised that, hang on, if we start adding in all the things that we were doing before, then we're not actually going to be able to do that again. So hence this third phrase, Sundays are not the mission, they're for the mission. Because we've had a headache, haven't we, since the springtime as restrictions have been loosened, thinking, well, people only have 168 hours in the week. How are they going to do these new things that they've been discovering that God's been calling them to do during the pandemic, serving the poor, serving those who are desperate, preaching um, the good news, well, it's a bit elaborate, but, you know, sharing the good news of Jesus with people. How are they going to do that and do all the things that we were doing before? Because it's not like our weeks have got any longer. So tell us a bit more about that. So, so this, is, this, this is, I think, is a kind of a key thing for us to understand as church family and church members. Um, the first two phrases, following Jesus together, making a difference in the lives of others, I can explain that to any non-Christian. Yeah. And to someone who's not yet followed Jesus very easily. There's no jargon in that. Yeah. Sundays is for the mission, not the mission, yeah. uh, is quite jargony. But its starting point is a recognition that, that in Christendom, um, the activity of the church was uh, always centred um, in around the church building and the activities that happened around the church building. Yeah. So in some churches, that might be the choir and flower rotors. Uh, in a church like ours, it might be the worship band and the kids' church rotors and the hospitality yeah. rotors. But, but that, was the, that was the main activity. And you can see it on some churches... Um, communications and social media streams you know can't wait to see you on Sunday yeah. you know it's the high point of the week everything flows from that but our understanding is that if we're out following Jesus together in our little churches uh, and if we're out making a difference when we gather on Sundays as well as celebrating who God is and all he's done we need to be enabling and equipping ourselves for the mission field for following Jesus the rest of the week yeah. and for making a difference the rest of the week and so we want to think about how do we do Sundays so that they truly equip and truly enable and also don't suck the energy out of where we're making a difference in the lives of others. And we've discovered some beautiful things. So when we've started going back into the building um, for what is now the gathering but started as an all-age watch-along, um, what was amazing was seeing whole families worship or whole families yeah. respond to ministry and actually beginning to give space for our young people to see grown-ups worshipping grown-ups sat under the word grown-ups receiving prayer is a really key thing about their discipleship journey that we don't want to lose yeah and um, that space for somebody to be able to put their hand up like they can do in kids church and youth but not so much in adults church adults church yeah and um, to say hold on i didn't understand that or can somebody help me with that point and creating an environment where you can make friends and grow in friendship ask the questions you want to ask and then leave kind of feeling equipped and empowered for the rest of your week and so when we gather on Sundays, we understand that we're coming kind of off the mission field to celebrate what God's been doing and to recharge and to enable ourselves to go back to the mission field. We haven't been waiting all week for Sunday, the main event. Yes. So there's a, um, a Christian poet, George Herbert, who wrote a hymn, King of Glory, King of Peace. And one of the lines in that 
him is seven whole days, not one in seven. Now, in some respects, we're not saying anything new then. People have been saying this for years, decades, centuries. But I think we're, we're trying to describe something that God is doing at BNA that involves people, um, yes, being witnesses all the week, but there is a recognition that there's something healthy and vital about being in communities that are serving and engaging together at a different point in the week. And therefore, Sundays are equipping them for that. And just one simple example of this has been um, the way that we've been training people to listen to God um, and to use his gifts and to exercise those spiritual gifts um, in those little churches. And, And where before the emphasis might have been upon how we can do that in the Sunday service, um, now we're beginning to see people exercising those gifts in their little churches. And and what's beautiful is just seeing how God is um, blessing that. And so we're seeing um, people exercising the the gift of healing, words of knowledge and and other gifts in their little churches. And so the emphasis is on seeing it happen there rather than wanting to see it happen um, so that we can all get really excited when we're all together on a Sunday. Actually, those gifts are for people um, uh, who don't know Jesus to, to see something of him in action. So if I'm listening to this, I might do, I might listen back. Uh, and I'm a <laughs> member of BNA. Uh, I, need to be rem- I need to remember three things. Number one, uh, I'm part of a church that's following Jesus together. Yeah. And that means that I am a member of a little church, a family of people, who love me and I love, and mm. we're working our faith out in Jesus together. Number two, uh, I'm part of a family that's making a difference in the lives of others, and I, I understand that everyone gets to play, and so yeah. there is a role for me, no matter how old I am, how young I am, how I've been following Jesus a day, a week, a month, 20 years, all my life. Yeah. Everyone gets to play. And then number three, when I gather on a Sunday, that Sunday is for the mission. Uh, it's not the mission. It's, not, it, it's really important, but it's not the yeah. high point. It's to enable and to equip me to live my, my faith out with others, making a difference throughout the week. Um, and that's the type of church that we believe God is calling into being and is already building. And it's really exciting to be part of. Um, so, so pray for your little church. Yep. Pray for the places we serve. Um, and um, get stuck in. Yes, that sounded like an ending. Can I add another ending on? Is that all right? Yeah, which, well, that's, which, this is more TV, <laughs> so we don't know when we're going to which, end. Which is that I, I think what, what we'd want to say is we recognise that right now there's more people changing little churches than there has been at any point since they started here in this church. And so it may be that you need to pray and ask God, am I in the right place? We want everyone to do that, probably. And, and to then... If, if you sense that God's calling you to a different little church, to talk to your little church leaders about that and, and to pray and then to discern with them whether it's the right time for you to move to somewhere else. Um, because we recognise that as we've shifted the focus of our little churches, um, it may be that people discover that it's time for them to move so that they can serve in a way that means that they're making a difference in other people's lives. Brilliant. And movement is good. Movement is good. Excellent. Which one of us is going to look down the camera and do the ending line? I think you should. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's been more Tea Vicar, the filmed special. Thank you for um, listening or watching. And um, do get involved. Check out the website. Find a little church that you feel God is calling you to. And um, invite others. Jesus, he's good news for everyone. God bless.